you want to learn more about effective management, head over to madsingers.com and sign up for my free management training. Welcome to the Mad Singers Management Podcast from madsingers.com, where entrepreneurs and business managers learn and share. If you like the show, don't forget to leave a review. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Mad Singers Management Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Simon Severino. Welcome, Simon. Hello, everybody. So excited to be here. I am super excited for our conversation today, Simon, because we are going to talk about how to people can grow their businesses with excellent habits and strategies. But before we get into that, there's people around the world who don't yet know who you are. So would you mind doing a bit of an introduction and letting us know who you are, how you end up where you are right now? I'm Simon Severino. I've spent the last 19 years doing only one thing, doubling sales of small businesses with them as a coach. And then I have reached the limit, of course, of what I could do personally. And so I fired myself from operations. I have now a team of global strategy sprints coaches doing this. And um, I do this remotely from Vienna, Austria. Our clients are in San Francisco, in Bangkok, in Shanghai, in Singapore, in London. But I'll, I'm in Vienna, Austria. In the morning, I play with my kids. I have, I have three of them. And then... Uh, I coach entrepreneurs during the day and I coach my team and I am on podcasts and then I cook for my kids in the evening. That's the life of Simon. Fantastic. Fantastic. So you have, have a book on the way out. Oh, it's probably probably going to be out actually when, when this gets published, but it's called the Strategy Sprints. What's that all about? Strategy Sprints, 12 Ways to Accelerate Growth for an Agile Business. And it's really, it's, it's my only book and it took me 18 years to write it, but an additional one year to type it into the computer and then give it to the publisher and then they refined it. It's really, you know, for the last 19 years, I've been doing one thing that's coaching entrepreneurs on go-to-market, right? On how to get product launches done, align the whole team on one thing, stand up again when everything goes wrong learn every week from from action so build measure learn build measure learn build measure learn every week and i've put together the 12 chapters are the 12 hard things that we all need to solve how to market how to sell how to deliver how to retain and upsell and cross sell and how to hire, how to fire, how to keep the energy up on the client side, how to keep energy up on, on the team side. All these big questions that we all small businesses have, and they are not that easy to tackle. But after 18 years, I have found some things to work better than others. And so every chapter has the exact blueprints that we share with our clients in, in our program. Our program is called 90 days strategy sprint and it doubles revenue of companies but of but of course not everybody can be in the program they have to qualify and so if they cannot i was like hey let's still help as many people as possible run their business in a sane way in this funky year let's publish it as a book and now cogan page in london has helped with that and um, we are now delivering the book worldwide Fantastic. So how do I go and double my revenue in 90 days? 
it's easier than you might think in the first place. Because if, if you go to strategiesprints.com, you will find 160 people explaining how they doubled it in a sprint. And you will see it's not even that hard. Some, some of them quadrupled, actually. It's not even that hard. There are three acupuncture points. If we get them right, you double your revenue. And when we say double, it's exactly a plus 99% in revenue if we get these three acupuncture points right. I call them the three strategies. One strategy is let's increase the frequency of your sales by 25%. How can we do that? By shortening the sales time. So most of our clients, when they come to us, their sales time for a B2B high ticket offer, the sales time is many months, six months, eight months, 11 months. And so the reason is they need 12 to 16 contact points with a client before the client trusts them and wants, wants to commit. Now, in the old world, traditionally, you would have 16 lunches with them over one and a half years. Or, you know, you meet them, I don't know, in the tennis club or whatever you meet people, right, on conferences. The cool thing about the new digital age is we can create those 16 contact points within three weeks. And so we developed a tactic called the RBS, the Relationship Building Sequence, which is really a, an intense, in three weeks, how can we create 16 wow moments uh, without ever meeting physically? But if you, if you go on our website, for example, strategyspins.com, and, and you subscribe to anything, you will experience that. In the next three weeks, whatever you are doing in your life, even after work, you just want to relax, you take your iPad and you, you want to watch something on your iPad, there will be some Simon popping up and say, hi, how are you doing? This is what I learned today. Let me share this. And it will be relevant to your industry. And if you do this 16 times in three weeks, you give them a chance to know you, like you, trust you. And if they are the right fit, then they will try to contact you. They, they will click more. They will want more. And if they are not, it's perfectly fine. That's the frequency piece, 25%. And, and that's one example. We have 274 templates in the Sprint University about the frequency piece, because there are many other things that you can do. You can think about the onboarding process and how, how you can design the first 10 days to make it such a cool process and wow moment so that it's easier to upsell later, for example, just by having an extension of working with you or an upsell to the next thing that you ask them, what else do you need? And then you deliver that. So there are many things in the frequency area that we can do. That's one strategy. Second strategy, how can we increase by 25% the conversion rate with your existing leads? Let's say you talk to 10 people this week uh, who wanna work with you. And let's say you close two of them, right? How can we increase that conversion rate? This is done via with three tactics that we use. It's the sales technique, the sales script, and the giving feedback on the closing call. They record their, their sales calls, send us their video, and our coaches give them one-to-one -one feedback. Hey, look what you did here at the beginning. Hey, do you see that body language? You lost them after you said that. And so from, 
from every recording, we learn something. And so with every iteration, they learn something about the flow of the conversation and how they can close more of that. That can be an increase by 25%. It's the second strategy. The third strategy, how can you charge 25% higher price for the same offer? And for that, there are eight tactics that we need to implement. Um, I will not bore you with all eights, but they are, of course, around positioning and client testimonials and having the right content strategy so that they know, oh, you are the authority for this. It worked for them in this industry. This is what, what they could achieve in terms of either reducing costs or increasing sales. And now let's go. Well, we are the right partner. Let's do this. These are the three strategies. Cool. Cool. So from that point of view, like how, how long does it take for people to implement? Like is it something 90, like 90 days? Sprint is 90 days. That's 12 sprints of one week, one cycle of 90 days. So we say it's a 90-day strategy sprint because in month one, we have to diagnose where they are, where they want to go. And then we create a 12-weeks game plan where every week solves one bottleneck. In month one, we usually have to free up time from them because they are so busy. And sometimes they are even in the weeds. If they are a small business, they are still coding themselves. They are still doing marketing themselves in terms of they are posting on LinkedIn themselves and on Instagram. So they are wasting so much time in the business that they are not really capable of improving the business processes to work on the business. So we have to help them transition from working in the business to working on the business, on the business of business. So month one, we help them get out of the weeds. We help them delegate, hire, automate, write down processes in forms of SOPs, all the things that you might call systemizing a business, right? having something that works more like a machine and does not need to reinvent the wheel all the time. So how can you create modules of what you are doing so that you can reuse the modules more efficiently, for example? In month two, we will have freed up 10 to 14 hours per week of their time. With this 10 to 14 hours, now we use that to improve their sales. Now we will work on form, fit, and function of their sales system, the sales workflow. Who does what? How do you say, hey, here we are, and then how you move them to interest, how you move them to engagement, how you make them 80% ready, how you close the deal. Each stage will be optimized. And then the last bit, month three, now that we have a machine that works where, when they sleep, it works when they're on holidays, they have now holidays again. And so now we go to marketing and say, okay, now it's the last piece. We have something that's really working. It's creating wow for our clients all the time. Now let's get out and tell people about it. Like I'm here right now telling on podcasts about our offer. Now, how can you get out there and tell people, hey, this is how we can help. Yeah. And so that's the second month, right? That, yeah, that was first month, freeing up time, getting the owner out of the weeds. Month two, improving sales. Month three, improving marketing. Right. Okay. Month three, five. Seven. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. And how much time do you actually need? So you, you said you, you expect to free up about 20% of that time, right? So 
is that roughly what it takes about 10 hours a week or how much time do you expect people to actually invest yes you will need 10 to 14 hours per week to work on form fit and function of your sales system if you want to double revenue in 90 days because that's our goal uh, and, and we get paid for doubling revenue in 90 days. So we need 10 to 14 hours to do that. Of course, if you give yourself more time, then you can do it with half that. But we do one intense sprint with our clients and that energy accumulates, right? You have now a team. Imagine you have just uh, committed to sprint for 90 days. Your whole team is excited. You have three goals now that you have aligned with your, go with your coach. And those three goals are broken down in 12 very tangible actions. You know exactly what to do. In this week, you will optimize the website. In this week, you will optimize the calls on the phone. In this week, you will optimize the client onboarding sequence. In this week, you will automate the payment, etc. So every week has one focus. Your whole team is looking at one game plan, three goals, three numbers, and those numbers they are higher than your current numbers. So people are excited. They are like a baseball uh, team or a basketball team seeing in front of them their win, right? Okay, let's go. Now, they see this. They are excited. They start. And now they will have a weekly coaching with their sprint coach. But also, they have 24-7 access to their sprint coach. So wherever they are, on the phone, they can quickly tag, hey, coach, uh, I, I wrote three emails that I want to send out pre-launch. Can you check the subject lines before I send it out? Can you check the call to action links if they are good enough, for example? So six times per day, 10 times per day, they can just build something, tag their coach, getting work critique, and then launch it out to their email list, out to their markets. And so they come back every day with results, measure, learn. Build, measure, learn. Build, measure, learn. That's the loop in entrepreneurship. That's that's the only loop that matters. Build stuff, ship it, learn from it. Build stuff, ship it, learn from it. The more we, we implement this loop, the higher the probability that they will find something that works. Because how do you how do you find something that is viral and that is really scaling? By testing many things. If you look at YouTubers, they don't think about the one title or the one thumbnail. They just ship like 50 episodes and maybe one of those 50 will go viral. And then in hindsight, you will know, oh, look, our audience, that's what they like. And YouTube will help you a little bit with, with their analytics. But it's really ship, 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 measure, learn from that and um, improve the next iteration. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So. That, that sounds very straightforward. So what, what kind of businesses is this ideal for? Like what, what kind of businesses would generally benefit the most from, from going through this book? We pick only, so, oh, the book can help everybody. <laughs> right. The strategy sprints, you find it wherever you buy books. That book, this book is a possible guideline, inspiration and blueprint for every B2B business. This the, the program is just for a few people. If you want to qualify for a 90 days one-to-one -one implementation with us, we just pick a few people because we only guarantee results. So 
you need to be first a B2B business that's doing more than 35K per month. Second, you are either a professional service or a SaaS business. Third, you are a sprinter, meaning you are going to execute. <laughs> the opposite would be you find a ton of excuses and spend your time in meetings instead of building stuff and shipping stuff. We don't work with those guys. And they are probably 98% of the world population. We don't pick them. So they can apply, <laughs> but it's it, we don't sprint with them because you know whatever you give low execution uh, teams, they just wanna, they just don't don't do it. So you have to be above 35k per month, being a B2B business, not B2C, and being capable of execution. Cool. Cool. And uh, you, you talked a little bit about sort of hiring people or getting ready to delegate and all that stuff. So what, what sort of frameworks or how, what, what sort of your mindset around that piece? Because many, many business owners are in that situation and they definitely want to, they definitely want to delegate and let go of things. So how do you guys go around sharing that and helping people do that? One step in simplifying is Daily habit, weekly habit, monthly habit. My daily habit is I write down how am I spending my time? Like today, it says six o'clock I was running, seven breakfast with the kids, eight um, deep work until 11, and etc. So every hour is intentionally designed. And, and usually my morning is more for deep work, longer tasks, and the afternoon, shorter tasks, less productive and more more um, relation-oriented tasks like meetings, interviews, etc. So when you have defined your flow of the day, in the evening, this template that we use, and I will tell people later where they can download it for free, this template helps you to learn from it. So, okay, of all the things that I did today, which one did give energy? Which one took energy? Which one was moving my business forward? which one was not really moving my business forward. And based on these two things, it took energy, it was not moving your business forward. Now you identify what you need to delegate next. And when we say delegate, it might be outsourcing, cutting completely, automating via software, or giving it to somebody in your team or hiring somebody um, to do it for you. And hiring is super easy right now that you can have virtual assistants. Basically, you can choose the countries in your world uh, that, that, that you like to work with. You know, some people love Latin America more. Some people love Europe. Some people love the US. Some people love the Philippines. Whatever your style is, right, you can find so many people to team up with. It's just beautiful. And... Um, for both sides, it's beautiful, right? Because, yeah, we can collaborate wherever we are. And so that's the piece where you identify what to delegate next. That's my daily habit. And it will ask me also if I would live more intentionally and more freely, what would I do tomorrow? And so before I create my flow of tomorrow, I am triggered by this question to think a little bit bigger. That's, for example how I remembered myself. Oh, I wanted to write a book like 10 years ago. Why, why I'm not doing it? 
I'm always responding to some stuff that's happening, right? And so uh, this reminds you of your bigger goals. And then I said, oh, yeah, okay, let's write it down. Start writing the book. That's my daily habit. And people can download this template on strategiesprints.com. Then there is the weekly habit. Are we moving in the right direction at the right pace? What is working right now from of all the things that we do? Which one are really working? Which one are not? So that's a simple dashboard. It's, it's a spreadsheet that visualizes three numbers. One marketing number, one sales number, one operations number. And there is a checklist attached. Help you identify the number that is most relevant to you, to your context. But usually the marketing numbers are around, okay, how many people were this week on your website? How many of them want to really work with you? The sales numbers, how many sales conversations did you have and how many did you close? The operations numbers, how many clients are pissed right now? How many clients are super happy and are referring to you? And of the pissed clients, how many hours did you take to respond and correct and improve? Was it 10 hours, 20 hours, 40 hours? Because having a client who is pissed is not a negative thing if you catch it early and if you turn it into learning. Some people say, oh, my clients. Hey, the client is the most important thing and it's the best thing. And so I love client feedback, the negative, the positive, each one. The negative, of course, we have to quickly catch it, use it as a research and development opportunity. They are doing your research. They are telling you what's broken. Come on, I, I would pay people a ton of money to do that research. They are doing it right now. They're paying to tell me how to improve the product. I welcome it. And the next four hours will be improving that. And then I will send them a personal email, say, hi, I'm the CEO of this company. Thank you for showing me what's broken. Here is how we repaired it. Please let me know if this is now super helpful or not. Otherwise, the next four hours, I will do nothing else than improving it. So now this is the worst thing that can happen. Like a negative client feedback becomes now a pretty cool thing. You are focused on exactly the most important thing right now. And you might even turn now that pissed off client into a super fan if you really care about it and if you really ship on on this and, and really respect what they're saying and act upon it. That's that the weekly sense. habit. Yeah, weekly habit. Get your marketing numbers, sales numbers, ops numbers. And then the monthly habit, strategic analysis. We are called strategy sprint. So at some point we have to do strategy. <laughs> But we don't want to overdo it because most time just ship great stuff. But once a month, once a month, big picture, are we moving in the right direction at the right pace? What are our competitors doing? Do we need to care? Do we need to change something, change nothing? What else can our clients do? They can work with us or with others, but they can also do something themselves. Maybe they can hire Mike, the intern, to do something. Maybe they can do just nothing. So we think about these big picture questions once a month in a very structured way. We have a checklist and we have a calculator that helps them identify based on the answers on this, helps them identify how the budget of the next month should look like. Because you want to cut in the next month's budget, you want to cut 
10 to 20% costs where you are not winning from the features that make you lose against competitors, you want to cut 10 to 20%. And then there are other features where you are winning right now against your competitors. So on that feature level, this tool, it's called the equalizer, helps you identify where to cut 10 to 20% next month, where to invest those 10 to 20% next month. Let's say you have five features. Uh, I don't know. Uh, if, if you are a software, maybe you, you can help do five things, email and, and, and telephone and three other things. Now, if you identify that in this one feature, you are winning. Imagine how you will crush it if you just put 20% more money and more attention into it next month. You are unstoppable. You are already winning from the client's perspective, and now you put in 20% more money and attention. You will get so much better. And you take those 20% cash from the other side where you are currently losing. So even if you improve that, you will be mediocre against your competitors. Who wants to be mediocre? So cut 20% on the left side, add it to the right side where you're winning already. That's what the equalizer helps you identify. And with a small effort, 20% budget, you are moving in the right direction much faster forward. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. And uh, what what level of company? So you said generally companies that are making, you know, that have a decent monthly turnover, but like, um, what what does those companies typically look like? Like, is it so? You mentioned SaaS. You mentioned like uh, high ticket items and so on. Uh, how many staff do these companies typically have? Mostly agencies, consultancies, and software builders work with us, and they have from zero staff. Sometimes we have solopreneurs working with us, like. Anthony Yanarino in the last quarter, he sprinted with us. He was just him and three freelancers when he started. 90 days later, he had a full staff and even a COO running the core business, and he could um, focus on his zone of genius. Other people, they have five people on their staff, which is much easier because the sprint team itself will be the business owner plus one person from operations, one from sales, and one from marketing. So ideally, you are already a team of four. You can start in the fifth year with, with the sprint. If you are below four, we will help you create a job description, post it, and hire, hire quicker and hire in a more, more uh, intentional way. And, um, and then we have huge teams also that work with us. We are working with Google. We are working with um, publicly traded companies. But in those companies, we focus on one product team for one country. So it's, again, it's a team of four, um, owner, operation, sales, marketing for that product. And for that product in one country, we optimize the go-to-market for, for 90 days. Perfect. Well, that sounds, uh, that sounds very, very straightforward, Simon. Um, how, how many people have you guys been through with this yet? We have sprinted now our over 1,600 teams. Cool. And I think around 160 of them are 
did send us a video or a description of how the sprint was for them, how it felt like, and what the results were. And we have them on our on our page, strategysprints.com. There is a whole page where they describe the results and how how the journey was. Solid, solid. Um, yeah, that's that's perfect. That's perfect. So thank you very much for that, Simon. Uh, you mentioned some resources already, and I'll make sure we link to those in the in the show notes. Any other resources you generally recommend to small business owners? Any resources that have been super helpful for you or the like? So I am a small business myself. Let me think. What is super, super helpful when I run my day-to-day? One super important thing for me is having a CRM. It's not really important which one you have. I wouldn't go for the big corporate ones because they are not made for you. Go, Go for the small ones. Um, and if they have a little bit of AI, even better, because they can take off your plate all that thing like inserting the LinkedIn address of the contact, all that stuff, if they can do it for you, even better. But the most important thing of having a CRM is just it helps you not forget conversations. So if you're like me and you're having hundreds of conversations every week, this tool can help you oh, that person needs to solve that thing. Let me bring that person together with that person. That's probably the most important thing is a small business that you start connecting people to each other. Hey, you are building this. My friend Peter has that software component that can help you. You guys should talk to each other. That's probably the most important thing. I try to do five of these introductions per day to my network. They always benefit from it. Sometimes I benefit from it. And that's probably the the most important thing that I'm doing every week. The next most important thing that I'm doing is just reading a ton of books. Uh, And I, I do not just read about my area. I go completely different areas. And I am inspired since, you know, since I have only one topic, how can I help you with go to market? Everything that I read will inspire something in my area. For example, I'm reading books about philosophy, about spirituality, about choreography, about mathematics. Guess what? In every chapter of every book, I get an idea. I get challenged. And I go, hmm, if that's true, how can I apply this in my... Am I doing this? Oh, no, I'm not doing this. So how can I start this? And just basically every book really helps me, even the boring ones. That's that's what I do. Cool. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. Thank you very much for joining us, Simon. Um, If people want to connect with you and so on, uh, obviously, we have your your website. Any other great contact methods? So how, how do you prefer people reach out to you? Yeah, the most direct is strategysprints.com. If you like YouTube, I run also a daily YouTube channel. It's called Simon Severino. And then I run also another daily YouTube channel. It's called Strategy Sprints. So if you're into that, uh, let's hang out there. Perfect. Simon, thank you very, very much for joining me today. It was fantastic having you on. Thank you. Keep rolling, everybody. Thank you. And to the audience, thank you very much for sticking with us all the way to the end. We'll be back again next week. Thank you for listening to the Mad Singers Management Podcast. Please leave a review. It means the world to us. You can also learn more about management at madsingers.com.